Welcome to the Club 937 podcast. I'm Jay, the producer, and this week we are sitting down with Denise Henderson, a legendary singer from Old Town Gaithersburg. And make sure you stick around till the end because we've got a song from Denise that will blow your mind. I would like to say I ain't seen your face in a minute, but I see. I just saw you yesterday. Well, we did meet yesterday at the roller skating rink. Yeah, turned yeah. out. That's the Turned truth. Up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a birthday party. One of the strongest five minutes I ever had in my life. You did Boy, great. I dude. was out there five you, minutes. You did oh great, yeah, man. oh yeah, you, yeah. You, you, yeah. you, you showed up. I you, went back to Chicago, bro. Yeah, Chicago did you cross circuit. Over? Oh what? <laughs> what? I gave it five minutes. I gave it everything I had. You hear me? Yeah. You hear me? No, it was literally like five minutes, and then his toes were all pinched, and he yeah. was like, "Okay, yeah. okay, I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna he, put my shoes." You can't show out on borrowed skates. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can't you can't do that. But nah, uh, nah, it was cool. But this is our first time being out at a place. Yeah, if you can't tell yeah. by the background noise. Yeah. Uh, we are somewhere today. We are. I mean, we're back, bro. We're back on the stomping grounds, man. <laughs> right. The, yeah, this is very much old stomping grounds. We are in Old Town Gaithersburg. We are at OTC Bar and Grill. Uh, if you know the area, this is the corner of uh, Summit and Diamond. Um, which is the old town Gaithersburg. And this place, it's family owned and operated since the year 2000. It used to be a, like a little kind of diner. I used to get breakfast here when I lived down the street. Uh, and since then they've expanded um, and now they kind of wrap around the whole corner and we're sitting here uh, to meet our guest of the day. And it's very, very cool. Tez, what do you think of this place, man? It's cool. It's nice little ambiance in here, man. Uh, the nice people, real nice people. Everybody's been nice. Mom was the first one I came when I came in the door. She came up. The first, she said, "Sit where you want to sit." I said, "All right, all right." And then she came up. I said, uh, "I said, I'm uh, yeah, I'm looking for Sean." And she said, uh, "I'm his mother." And I said, "Okay, mom. Okay, mom. All right, all right." Put you out there, but yeah, everybody's <laughs> been nice, man. Everybody's cool. It's a nice little place, man. It, it's it's nice to see that because when we were here, man, it was it wasn't nothing but just fuck it up. That was it. Go over there to Firehouse, turn up. Yes. Come over here to Growlers, turn up. Yeah, yes. it was a bit of a mess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. So oh, to see it like see it different and it's flourishing, like it's really nice to see. It's very yeah. cool. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. O- Old Town Gaithersburg was always trying to be Old Town Frederick, but couldn't mm-hmm. quite cut right. that mustard. Right, right. Wasn't the right kind of people. Right. Wasn't right. the right yeah. kind of people, man. But I think times have changed enough that, you know, they're really giving it another shot, and it's really cool to, to, to be the out here today. The only thing that I I kind of just don't like is that we, we back then, you know, with Firehouse and Growlers, there was some sort of music scene. Yeah. You yeah. know, and everybody that was involved was helping create this 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 thing so it was ours like it was our own yeah. we created it and now you know when i saw your name on the door it's like <laughs> all right we're not quite letting it go right. just yet you yeah. know what i mean so somebody at least somebody's still doing it because yeah. it seems like what like where you know where do you do it at well you know we're we're trying tez you know like we are trying <laughs> our very very best not only to be part of the music scene but also to big up you know new stuff that's that's around and uh and our guest today is uh is uh I, I see you as kind of a legend around here. I mean, I, I don't know if I'm the only one. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. But uh, let's introduce her first since she's sitting here with us, and then we'll get into the, the brew I picked for the day. Um, ladies and gentlemen, with us today is Denise Henderson. Applause, <laughs> applause. <laughs> What's up, Denise? How you feeling? 
I feel good. I feel you good. you look yeah. incredible. <laughs> it's it's been a lot. So so I go, Tez. This is your first time meeting Denise, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I go back with Denise, probably back to like 2010. Yeah. Um, from the Growler scene, I was working a night called the Jam. It was a really <laughs> really cool Monday night, the the coolest Monday night in the uh, area. Yeah, you know. And uh, it was hosted by uh, Brandon Combs and the Granger Brothers yes. and uh, B. White and all these other guys. And one of the first nights I remember, Denise gets up there and goes on. You, you, could, you can go on stage with a house band and do a number, right? Denise comes up there on stage and opens up her mouth. <laughs> and the sounds that come out, it was like, it was like some kind of Otis Redding, <laughs> Tina Turner, something like... My, my jaw Soulful. dropped. My jaw yeah. dropped as yeah. soon as she started singing, and ever since then, I've just kind of been grabbing you and hugging you yeah. since since, yeah. since I met you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's uh, so it, it's it's strange to hear people describe my voice that way because growing up, you know, this raspy voice as a, like a seven year old, you know, it, you have yeah. to defend that thing a lot. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's a lot of rock throwing on the playground. You know, but uh, I always sing in church. You know, I always. Everybody in my family sings, so, you know, it wasn't like, you know, your mother gives you the speech, like, oh, one day you'll appreciate it. Like, no, nah, I hate it, ma, I hate it. And um, when I first got into the music scene outside of church, and um, and this thing uh, that God gifted me with uh, was the front voice in my first band, and the reception I got, I was like, all right, let me put the rocks down, huh? you know. <laughs> I might be all right. <laughs> yeah, you are yeah. definitely all right. <laughs> might be all right. <laughs> definitely cool. All right, so, so uh, well, all right, before we start with yeah, Denise, let's travel on the beer bridge. real quick because uh, just just the voice alone. I got I got some questions. And <laughs> I know. While on the way here, you know what I'm saying, I was replaying everything. I know. And, Dude, just, and I mean, there's one that me and Dan about to grill <laughs> you about, man, because it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's memories for us. Okay. And you didn't even know that. And you, okay. you didn't even know that. All right. So the brew. So today I went a little weird, Tez. This is not a beer. Yeah. This is a mead. Yeah. This is Charm City Mead Works. Um, canned, brewed, and bred in Baltimore. I've actually been to this brewery before. Okay. They don't have a tasting room or nothing. It's just a big warehouse where they make all this mead. But I met a couple of the brewers there years ago. And so I want us to try a little something different. So from Charm City Mead, we got... A basil lemongrass draft mead, and we have a sizer. I think that's how you say it because it's a dry cider mead hybrid. Uh, everything is gluten free. Everything is built by bees, I suppose. That's the whole point of it being mead. Um, it's got all the stuff on the can as far as yeah. It's 99 <laughs> calories, bone dry, herbal, crisp, and refreshing. Tez, which one you want to do? You want to do the? Oh, the, wait, are we going for delicious and watching our figure? I, I, I think so. I mean, it doesn't have okay. all the calorie pack that uh, that a beer would have. But do you want the cider hybrid or do you want the basil lemongrass meat? Uh, let me try the lemongrass. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. All right, so let's pop them. Right. Here we go, guys. And then we're going to get into it. Five. I give it a five. <laughs> five? I give it a five. That was weak. It's eight. Uh, it's like an 8.5. Charm City, I need you to. I need, yeah, that was like a seven. <laughs> I strong on that. Seven? No. All right. You ready, bro? Cheers. Cheers, man. See what you think. Something different, huh? <laughs> face, man. You got a great looking face, buddy. That's like that's like that's like water without a kick, but it's got like hints of other stuff in there. I don't know. Well, don't know. would you think the other stuff would be basil and lemongrass? Because that's what Grass, it says on the can. Sure. Grass. Yeah, yeah. I gotta try yeah. I gotta try yours and then you gotta try mine. Hold up. The cider is good, it's very dry. It's a dry cider. 
I kind of like the grass. I ain't going to hold you, bro. I ain't feeling neither one of those. <laughs> that, nah. Don't play poker test nah, ever. Nah, listen, listen. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I'm not the dude. Don't I'm not the ever. one. I'm not going to look all night talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sip. Well, <laughs> look, you ain't finished that yeah. one? It's been an hour and a half. <laughs> We've been here for a minute. Well, you know, for, for 99 calories, man, you know, I figured it was at least worth a shot to try something different. Sure. Yeah. I mean, Miller 64 only got 64, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we go back, right back to the Miller Lake jokes. Yep. Right on back. back. The rental I mean, roller skates. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. Strongest five minutes of my life. You hear me? You hear right. me? Couldn't Charm, tell me nothing. Charm City Me, this is your shout out. We are, we're, we're trying to appreciate. We, we, we will keep working. We will keep working. Yeah, I appreciate the art on the can. I appreciate that it's Charm City. I'm glad home is doing something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This ain't the one. This ain't the one. Um, but I don't want to take nothing away from Charm City. I'm glad Baltimore needs it. Yeah. They need yes. it. So whatever attention we could bring to it, they might got some hit and stuff. This one ain't the one. There's a lot in so. the lineup. There's like elderberry. There's like uh, there's there's a huge list of different yeah, kinds I'm of sure. meads that I'm they're sure. doing. Yeah. I just grabbed the two that were mm-hmm. were, were were looking at me. Yeah. You know. So 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 there we go. I'm so, willing to give them a second shot. <laughs> All right, cool, just, cool. Just, you can have both of those. Oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Yeah, I'm gonna Do go they have? Can you walk in and taste, or is it just? Um, when I was there last, I don't think they had a tasting room. I think they were working on it, okay. building up their own tasting room. But they are—they do have really good distribution. Like you go to any kind of beer store anywhere in Maryland, really, that has a craft right, selection, right. Yeah. you can find it. What? Yeah, just look for the little B on the can, and and, <laughs> and they're, they're 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 very very cool, and they're good people, very good people. All right, Denise. Yes. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> So where do we start, Tez? I mean, wh- well, I'll tell you what. I've known Denise for quite a while. I, I know some stuff about her, but not everything. But Tez, this is your first time. So yes, give, her, yes. give her some first well, time I wanna, questions. I want to give you a minute to introduce yourself and, <laughs> okay. you know, talk about you, how you got started. We know, you know, in the church. And I think really starting in the church, I think we're about to connect okay. heavy on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, introduce, you know, introduce yourself. Let everybody know who you are. All right. So. Um, before every show, it's always that's actually the hardest part for me is to introduce myself because who I am as an individual off the stage is completely different from who I am on the stage. Sure. So on the stage, it's um, it's not so much Sasha Fierce versus Beyonce, but it is it's an entity that uh, has no name for me. So off the stage, I'm Denise Henderson. I'm from born and raised. I'm a home girl from G. Burke, well Durwood, Gaithersburg. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Derwood, don't blink. Uh, so. Give him a love yeah. too. You got to, you got to give Derwood yeah, his love. Yeah, shout out to Derwood. Um, I grew up in the church. My mom's pastor, dad's deacon. You know that whole thing. You know how those PKs act. You know, so oh yeah. So I turned oh, yeah. up early, and uh, but music has always been the foundation. Mahalia Jackson. Yes. You know, I grew up with Mahalia. Uh, my favorite artist is Aretha Franklin. So I just. That music in the house, lying the family stone, you know, mother's finest, all this. We were a funk and gospel family. You know, you could tell the mood about our home by the music being played through trials and tribulations, through ups and downs in our family. And, and, you know, it was just always music set the tone. So I knew that I would always do something musically. Um, I just didn't. When you have something that you love to do, it's, it's not the question of, Will I do it? But will others appreciate what I do? So I knew I was, you know, we sang at my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We sang, we cleaned, we sang. You know, you ever see Living Color, that thing where the people come over, the guests come over, and they say, Little Magic, sing. Like, yeah, that was yeah, us. Yeah. Dance, girl. You know, mm-hmm. we, my sisters and I would always put on um, those shows, and we the supreme. So music was my foundation. But um, if I if I were to introduce myself, I would say 
I'm Denise Henderson, and I am music. Mm. I like that. I like that. I like that. Love that. I love that. Definitely, you got your start in church. Actually, when I was trying to uh, show Tez some stuff about you leading up to today, I found a YouTube church video of you singing a cappella. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which, 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 man, gave me goosebumps, oh, man. Wow. I, I mean, I get goosebumps and, and whatever from you all the time. But uh, I, I knew kind of that you started with church, but by the time that I met you, you were kind of jamming with a bunch of white boys. Yeah. Like, you were kind of in a jam band scene, yeah. Yeah. playing more rock and roll stuff, yeah. and doing, you know, I saw you do a lot of covers, of course. Yeah. Um, how'd you get from church to, to rock? I, when karaoke was a thing, right? I mean, it's still a thing, but when it first came out, it was like the everything where uh, Quince Orchard, the shopping center in Quince Orchard, there was a, a, mu- a movie venue. I don't know if you remember it. And they would do karaoke and the karaoke jockey, um, who's a friend of mine, Jim Nally, he, uh, you know, go up there and sing, Denise. But you know, when you sing in church gospel, you, you know, I don't know what to sing. So I grew up in the eighties. I grew up on Bob Seger, Pat Benatar, Journey, you know, I, I love that stuff. And um, so I was like, I'm not singing Steve Steve Perry, no. And so, <laughs> so you know, he's it, Tracy Chapman had come out with "Give Me One Reason." Ah, oh, man, and, that's uh, a great he's song. Like, try this song, try this song. I was like, who is she? You know, like. So I went up and sang, and I could totally hear you singing <laughs> that. Yeah, it's perfect. And so I was like, I like this. And um, Brandon Sangstack was there, lead singer of Orange Whip, and he approached me afterwards and said, "Hey, um." I'm making an album and love to have you come and sing on the album. And I, I'd never sing like in a studio, definitely never in a studio, or sing for anything other than just for like for fun. So I didn't take him seriously. You know, he gave me the information, you know, and he was a cute guy. So I was like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Most of my songs, everything I do musically has been led by a love, you know, so <clears throat> so I went to meet him at what was called The Space then on uh, Snuffle School Road, this very beat up, dingy, no water, no bathroom, uh, beat up house. And I went in there and I thought, they're going to kill me, <laughs> you know. And I met up with him and they were playing Tekken, you know, right? Oh, man. Uh, the, can we talk about anything? It's a lot <laughs> yeah. of... Anything, <laughs> anything. A yeah. lot of No hose bars. Yeah. 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 yeah, it sounds yeah. right. Some Tekken, some yeah. smoke. Yeah. yeah, it sounds right. Yeah. So um, yeah. so I went in there and, and we talked about music and... And uh, he played the song Dust, and he said he wanted me to sing on that song, and he wanted me to write my own verse. And that was my first introduction to writing my own music and doing something, um, not just singing for the Lord, but now taking what he gave me and use it somewhere else. And it's always been important to me that whatever I sing is spirit moving. Sure. You know, I don't believe that you have to sing gospel music to, to move spirits. So this was a song about a young girl who had been killed. It was a true story. And um, and he wanted me to write a verse about a young girl that was killed before her time young. It was, in, it was a perfect transition from gospel to secular. And yeah. that was why I got how I got started. Wow. So you, so you you kind of uh, so from the from the beginning you were always you you were asked to be in a session. So you I was? yeah. So you were you were very <laughs> much like what I know of you. You're very much a session musician. Like you are called upon <laughs> for this gig yeah. or for this yeah. track or for this studio. Um, and that's that's how you got your bass. But I show I, up and show out. Yeah. 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 And it was yeah. a lot of that initially. And it there's kind of a disconnect because I wouldn't know the musicians, but it, you know. I became that that stereotypical black female singer, and everybody wanted me to come in and do that 
that gospel mm-hmm. holler thing, mm-hmm. right? Dude. So this is a this is like something that me and Tez have both been talking about for a while. We've been really excited to get a female guest on our show, mm-hmm. and you are definitely female. And so they say. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so I, th- I think the reason we've wanted a female presence <laughs> is we, we want to know it from your perspective as far as like what kind of what kind of hassles have you had to deal with that me or Tez wouldn't have to deal with just because you're female or I mean you're, you're a black female as yeah, well. Yeah. So like being black, being female and being a musician. So uh, first and foremost, all of my all my girlfriends weren't into live music, right? So it was this journey that I had to take by myself. And then you take this journey as a black person, as a female, and then um, I don't mince words about, I'm not anti anything else, but I'm pro-black all day long. And being a black female is the bottom of the totem pole, says society, right? So the first band I was in was a jam band. It's like, I think it was 10 pieces originally. DJ, we thought we were Jamiroquai, right? So. <laughs> We wanted to be Jamaican, we, you know, and um, it was a lot of up and down the highway, up and down the East Coast in a bay, in a van with like eight to nine guys. And you go into venues. And so I grew up in a predominantly white environment. So white people don't face me. Right. Until you step out of Durwood and they're, they're different mm-hmm. white people. Right. Yep, yep. And so I, I dealt with two things, um, the racism. But then you deal with but you get on the stage and all of a sudden she can stay. I've been called a nigger at shows. Yeah. Until I stepped on the stage, and then I was, you cool? The talent. Yeah. yeah. Um, the most racism I've ever dealt with was in Fredericksburg, and we had a weekly gig there, and we would play these stairs to this venue. I can't remember the venue, but it was a college town. The racism I dealt with in Fredericksburg was, um, was unbelievable. But the fellas I rolled with, they were like, Denise, we got this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we fought our way out a few gigs, so, you know, <laughs> you know. But um, just as a woman, I, I thought I had to be like a dude initially when I started singing. So I put aside um, my sexuality and just was like that, like, yeah, you know. Yeah. And that didn't fit, you know, because I got these things I'm running around. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do I do with these? Um, and so my next move was, you know, I became like the little Kimish kind of singer. And it was a lot of um, one venue told me, he said, if you cuss one more time, we're going to cut your mics. <laughs> You were, you were cussing? What? I don't know. I never knew Not you to be cussing. cussing. But I could tell some vulgar stories. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that whole Lita Ford thing. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah. And um, I didn't know who I was until I heard Lauren Hill's uh, God. Uh, The Acoustic Show. Yeah. Kid you not. Changed my life. Me too. Changed my life. Me too. Changed my life. Lauren, if you're listening. <laughs> Lauren Hill, I've always been a fan. She is the song I listen to before I play every gig. But that performance showed me, Denise, just Yeah, be just yourself. You. Be you, just yeah. Be you. The way Lauren was picking on that guitar, dude, yeah. she can play guitar, too. She got some chops on guitar. Yeah. I've heard. I've and, heard. And as a guitarist, when I saw her play that yeah. acoustic show, yeah. I was just like, oh, my God. Like, she was already... The Miseducations of Lauryn Hill, the Fugees, the score. Sure. Like, you know, she was already a legend, but when, as soon as I saw her play, I was like, man. Sheesh. And the imperfections. You know? Yeah. The imperfections yeah. Is, is is what mm. hit me. Like, you don't have to do it well, you know? You don't have to be perfect. And uh, it just changed my life. It changed my complete approach to music. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to get in here on this a little bit because I think... You know, I wish we had gotten to you last month because uh, so we're going to piggyback a little bit off of Black okay. History Month. Yeah. 
But I think it's important because now now things have changed a little bit. Sure. Uh, you know, we come from the metal background. Okay. But those kind of unacceptance at shows. Oh, yeah. People don't understand that. And and they look at it like, you know, we're okay when we're on the stage. Yep. But as soon, you know, before oh, yeah. you walk in or yeah. before you, you get on that stage and, and you still haven't changed the minds of everybody after the sure. show. Sure. And they're going to let you know. Oh, yes. And they're going to let you know. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's sad because, I mean, to be honest with you, majority music comes from our people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. And, and I don't say it to, to to brag about. It's not a braggadocious kind of thing. Right. It's an educational thing. Sure. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't want to get into the education of whatever it was that black people done first. But when it comes to music, why is there why is there a difference? Right. You know what I mean? Like yes. there shouldn't be a difference. It shouldn't be that I'm 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 this a hole or I'm an n word right. until right. until I play and then when I play. Yeah, like <laughs> let's snap it up. But you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was an awesome right, right. show! Like, yeah. but you didn't want to touch me before, you, right, you, right? Right. So keep that same energy. Yes. You know what I mean? So I think that I, I, a lot of me feels that that is so important mm -hmm. that you know, just that point alone. Yeah. People just look aside of that, but then it's tough to have the conversation. Yeah. Because why are you always bringing up race? Why is everything a race thing? But it is. It really is. It is. <laughs> it is. Like, I need opinions because I know I can't be the only one to feel like no. that because I know I'm not the only person that dealt no. with the pre-show BS, the sure. after-show BS, yeah. the name calling the... We've been to shows where they looked at me and was like, I know y'all don't... <laughs> right. What you gonna do? Right. What you... <laughs> well, no, yeah. yeah we yeah. went to a party and the dude came in the party. Whoever's house it was, yeah. the dad came in and said, you could stay. Yeah. Told whoever else we you could stay. Yeah. He got to go. Yes. Been there. That's show type shit. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 not forgettable. Yeah. Well, so. no. What really stuck out with what you said, which is exactly what we we did as well, and it was, and even though it was two totally different genres of music, we were playing really heavy heavy metal stuff, but it was the same thing. Like anytime we were out of town, local was always great, but anytime sure. we were out of town, Tez would always get some smoke mm -hmm. until he played. Yeah. After he played, it was like. <laughs> Now You're he's good. good. Now right. he's good. You know, right. so he's like, but but that's. Uh, but then if you don't if you don't bite into that. Yeah. You're the asshole. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Like I don't want to shake your hand. No. Like I'm done. You know what I mean? Where's the check? Let's go. <laughs> Keep yeah. that same energy. And, and it we, loses what music is. It you does. Know? It does. So you you're sour on the venue. Every show that I've experienced racial inequity, it inevitably that show sucks. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. you just can't. You can't vibe. You can't vibe. Yeah. You, now you're looking for you know, racist number two or sexist number three or, you know, and uh, and my mind was just fixed on, like, what happened. And the truth of the matter is you can have as much empathy as you want, but as a, a black person, as a black female who's typically, the racism typically came from males, you just feel unsafe. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. All I could think about was like, I just wanted to be over. So you, can you know, leave. and my guys would be like, you know, we got you and we love you. And I knew they weren't gonna let anybody touch me, but um, it just, it was just different. Yeah. And it, and it, it's the ugliest part of the industry that I've dealt with. Uh, and I haven't dealt with it recently. Thank God, I haven't dealt with it in a long time. Yeah. But um, but I've dealt with it. Yeah. Yeah, multiple times. Yeah. It's funny you say Fredericksburg, because wasn't Fredericksburg where uh, digression went through that mess? That, they, they ran no, the boy that's off. No, that's Charlottesville. Charlottesville. That's, that's the Tiki Torch uh, Trump yeah. rally thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. And we got it at uh, Williamsburg. Remember when, we, when me and you and Reza went to the... Uh, yeah. Not Six Well, uh, was it Bush, Six Flags? Uh, Bush Gardens. Bush, but, Bush, wait, which Bush one's Gardens? down there? Yeah, Bush Gardens. Bush yeah, Gardens. where they churn the yeah. butter and stuff. Yeah, it Williamsburg. Was, it was. It was rally weekend. Oh yeah. yeah, and we yeah. didn't even know. We were checking into a hotel. We were gonna go to the uh, to the amusement park and ride the roller coasters all weekend and stuff. And the lady was checking us in. We got in on a Friday, and she's like, "What are you guys doing here?" <laughs> yeah, and we're like, "We're gonna go like to the park, you know." And she's we're like, gonna hang yeah. out. <laughs> she's like, "We're gonna hang out." No, <laughs> we said so. We got there that Friday, right? <laughs> and we go to the hotel, check in, everything, whatever, whatever. And we're like, "All right, let's go get something to eat." We pull up at a restaurant. I'm black. Yeah. Reza's Rez Iranian. Okay. And him and... They sent me in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. we didn't look go in there. As far as racism is concerned, you understand that sending a Jewish man in is, is almost worse than sending a black bad. man. Right. Just as bad. <laughs> Thank you, Denise. But it's like... <laughs> it's, it's like... The is true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Exactly, exactly. I was the like, closest to passing. Yeah, yeah. So they sent me in. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was like one of those things where you could kind of like hear the record stop kind yeah. of thing like because what's you know, this guy hate can smell yeah oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. so they're like yeah. I don't know what he is so yeah. but he ain't we ain't gonna figure it out <laughs> so, he's not Protestant Protestant Lutheran uh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. like yeah. I know it sounds like a bad joke but it was literally like a Jew a black, a black man, man and, and a Muslim man go Walk into, into a, a bar. To go into a Ku Klux Klan rally weekend you know it was like <laughs> what it was you know but we, we, we survived like we basically beeline to the park had a blast at the park and just kind of between park and hotel we got out we joke about it man we joke about it because i think especially for us that have experienced it yeah you can't make light of it because yeah. you've seen the worst of yeah. it yeah yeah and you know we know what needs to be better what yeah. needs to change and and you know every note you play every tune you sing yes. kind of needs to carry that change with it, it you know what i mean like it has to have that that growth that it, it shows that you've grown as a human so you can teach others yeah. through your music through your playing through whatever it is you know what i mean so at some point we will break to where we're not treated like shit before a show at some point let's hope so let's let's hope. yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's why i stay unfortunately it's why i love to play in baltimore and dc and i have to say no disrespect to annapolis but like annapolis is they're such music lovers but there's still that vibe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um Frederick too or not? Yeah. Fre Frederick's changing a little bit now. Frederick's changing yeah. a little bit. I, I played up there since after COVID, because you know everything is before COVID. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um That's and, a year. Yeah, yeah. Before yeah, COVID yeah. is a year. Yeah. And so I'm like, um, <laughs> it is like BC, AC, uh, yeah. COVID. Right. <laughs> before COVID. <laughs> um, so we played the at the Frederick's festival, the big the big thing up there. And um it felt it felt as good as it always has. And the weird thing about Frederick, you can see the... Yeah. Yeah. Like, like It's changing. It's not as uh, hillbilly as it used not, to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they got, you know, I, I talk badly about the, the millennials, but their ability to go like, get out my face. This is who I am. Yeah. Right. Is, is impressive. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. They're annoying, but... <laughs> yeah. But it's what, you, it's what you had to go through for it's, them to yes. be able to tell That's somebody right. that. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? All the kids. That's right. So every black female singer that comes behind me, I hope that they feel the remnants, especially in the DMV. Uh, there are not many black female singers in my genre, right. you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. um, that are doing like this whole, I always call it like um, neo-rock or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Dan, you asked me, what's the genre? I'm like, it's definitely got that rock foundation, but it's funky. I love well, the meters, you know. Okay, so, <laughs> no, this is this is a perfect 
time to kind of turn the page into now. So, so like, what I've known of you is I know you sing soul because yeah. of all the soul nights you yeah. were singing on. I know you sing rock because I've seen your bands play yeah. over the years and kind of more rock and jam band stuff. But when I was talking to you to set this interview up, you got me into this house music. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, what do you mean you're doing house music? Denise, like, you have this amazing voice. And you're like, nah, it's just, you know, check it out. And I did. And dude. I mean, as soon as I heard this house music with Denise on the it, thing, I was like, oh my it was God, it's the it perfect. so much. It's like that sense. Chicago, Yo. like that Chicago yes. house, like it the old 90s. It so much like, sense. Oh my yeah. God. That's dude. My but now that you brought that up, we have got to go into this. What? Chris Burns. <laughs> You Do guys you, know Chris? I we went to high school, high school with, with Chris yeah. Burns. Do you know him? Or, or, or he just producer. asked you to be. Yeah, so he, he, is. he is your producer. Oh, so I have um, two producers. Well, I'm on my third now, and that's the way house music it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But um, Chris was my second, and so I spent many sweaty hours because you know the AC you can't put on. Sure, and, sure. You know we mm. weren't in any fancy studios. This was real. Uh, he turned his bedroom into the studio. So Chris and I became extremely close because you know you just got to get real with it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's been many like I want to say three years just meeting up with Chris every day like we could and uh recording some you stuff. You poor thing. He was Chris, such a jerk yo, back in the day. He was a, he was, a, <laughs> was he was a douchebag. No. That kid Wait, was are a, we talking about the same one? Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did you see the picture? We saw the picture. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. It's so we had to like Burns. Google and everything and I was like, we oh, peeped him out. God. We went to school with him. He was very very rude when we were younger boys. If he, he, listen, a, yeah, if he, he listens was, to this, he's 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 totally going to agree. I would, I would think, you know, I, I wish him all the luck and all the best in his future as a, as a it's, musician yeah, it's, it's and as cool a person. It's cool to see him yeah. doing something it's cool. good. It's actually, I do it believe he's out of the see. industry. Oh, yeah? Oh, is he? Yeah. I, he's um, out. Yeah, I think he's into real estate. And, uh, man, I remember he was a punk hardcore kid. And he always but used he to always get, wore like Abercrombie. No, and, no, no. For, no, first he was punk hardcore, and he used to give me guff because I was still listening to grunge and uh, and like metal and stuff. And you suck. You, you need to listen to this. I was like, man, whatever. And then I got into that okay. as I grew up. And then he was wearing like Brooks Brothers and Abercrombie and started getting into into house music. Yeah. He was like, oh, you suck. You're listening to hardcore. I was like, man, you know, like, what am I supposed to do? And then he, <laughs> and then he started getting into being a huge douchebag. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. It didn't come until later. Uh, I guess. I mean, I, I mean, I, 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 so I'm, high school, I'm two I was, years uh, older than him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So yeah. uh, by the time... Uh, What's that? That makes when I was a senior. That's when everybody was like really coming into who they were. Okay. So yeah, and uh, like we were we were tight in high school. So you know we would hang around and like we would we would click hop. Okay. Like, but it was always me, him, and our buddy Reza. But we were always <laughs> hanging out with other people. Yeah. Okay. And oh, when we hung out with him and his people, yo, it was like, what time are we leaving? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, if look, we hang any longer, somebody's gonna put hands yeah, on right. this dude. And a lot of times, somebody did put hands on that dude. But dude, Tez, you gotta remember, this is like uh, the late '90s, early 2000s. This is this is over 20 years ago. Denise has done uh, a job with the dude as a yeah sure as a sure, professional sure. you know as what he does so I'm sure what he does now is 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 good and I'm sure um, well I don't know you tell me was your experience with him good so okay so the funny thing is this is the epitome of male and female relationships you mm -hmm. know um, he may still very well be that way with men <laughs> but there's two things that uh, Chris and I or Chris needed from me and I needed from him his uh, skill. He had the board and he needed my vocals. You mm -hmm. know, we were both 
struggling artists from this area. I had done that track with um, Quentin. Quentin's a very reputable um, producer and DJ, and I was hot off that, and I wanted to keep striking while the iron was hot. So I was toting around Quentin's name like, like, you know, a bad, much, yeah, bad. Bad. yeah, yeah, for sure. I recorded with Quentin Harris. Yeah, you know? check me out, check yeah, me out. And that thing just kind of happened because during MySpace, remember MySpace? Mm. MySpace. I just kept hitting up house DJs like, um, you know, just listen to my stuff because house is, that's my, if you ask me what my first love is, house music is my first love. Mm. You put me in a house club, put me on the dance floor and I'm in a, yo, just, it's, it's so cool. Orgasmic. Dude. Like, that's I me. I didn't know. Like, yeah, yeah. I did not know. I always knew you for soul and for rock yeah. and for church even, you know? Yeah. And when I when you started putting this house stuff at me, I was like, what? But as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, my God. It's no. perfect. My it's first, perfect. After being discovered by, well, I wanted to do house music when I graduated from house, high school because we were in the clubs down downtown way younger than I should have been. <laughs> when fake IDs exist. You know, yeah, I had two yeah, older yeah. sisters, so my, my sister Lisa would take one, I'd take the other one, and we would, but all we wanted to do was dance. So we would go to the Roxy at uh, DuPont on Sunday nights, and we would dance. And we were go-go heads. Growing up, I was a go-go head, right? Of course, right? yeah, it's so, a scene. But if you remember, the cl in the club, they would play the, the go-go session, the reggae session, and then the house. So initially, I would get off the floor because I was just straight, you know, Tim's and just trying to do that thing. And that house music thing started to um, started to get me. And in all honesty, it I stopped drinking because I couldn't vibe <laughs> on the house music. You had to get into it. You had to yeah. be fast yeah. enough like, to get into it. Yeah. Like, is anybody else the room spinning for anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I wish he turned them lights off. You know, like. And so, um, so I got into house music, and I moved to New York City to pursue a house career. It's the brokest I've ever been in my life. Uh, New York is not for the faint. Yeah. It's not. Let me tell you something. I'm a very comfortable girl in the city. Yo, that city ate me alive. Really? Yeah, when I got there, I was like, I love this city. Nobody cares what you do. When I left to go home, I said, I hate this city. Nobody cares what you do. <laughs> Yo. So um, I worked with CNC Music Factory. Yeah. I worked with Boy, a lot of, wow. um, it, you know, but that club industry is like, um, you know, it was the Madonna days. Yeah. So yeah. it was at Sound Factory, Webster's, um, Webster Hall. And I'm, you know, I'm doing like little jumping on anybody's stage and just singing whatever. But it didn't, I don't want to say it didn't amount to anything. It gave me my chops, yeah, right? Yeah, for yeah. house music. And then I came back and, and did some, that's when I got into live music. Right. But I always wanted the house stuff, right? Yeah. But I mean, I, this, I love you DMV, but. <laughs> no, this isn't a house Your scene. House game yeah, we don't have a house no, scene. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Quentin Harris from New York, um, I kept reaching out to him and he said, uh, send me some stuff. And I sent him some stuff and he bit. And he was up in New York, he's still up in New York, and he sent me some, um, what they're called, now I know they're called TV tracks, just background music, and you sing okay. okay. He gave me eight. I wrote lyrics to eight songs. But I'm a songwriter, right? Sure. So I'm writing verse, chorus. Yeah, deep stuff. <laughs> Bridge, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And he sends me back, like, these critiques that, like, just hurt my little feelings. Oh, uh, no. And, um... He's looking for a hook. He's looking for the hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and so I didn't know what to do. So so he had booked me studio time. He's like, go in and do it. Here's when we need it. Defected Records, shout out to Defected Records, um, had given us a contract. And it was my first professional contract. And uh, I'd have a lawyer look over it. And I had to become an ASCAP member. Uh, and so I'm now a producer, writer, um, and vocalist in ASCAP. And, uh, you know, you get your little chains, but I'm not going to get rich off of it. <laughs> Yeah, man. You know, so um, so for all love. Of, it's for love. It is for yeah, love, and all for of love. it was legit. And um, 
And then I went to go record, and the gentleman now who is known as Priest Nomad, uh, who was my who was my engineer at um, Omega. Yeah, Omega. Yeah, we, we, we've been in Omega uh, yeah. before. Yeah. And so um, we started there, and then he moved to another studio, so I moved with him. I can't remember the name of it, but he recorded, engineered my first CD, and Priest, who I'm still friends with, you know, social media friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, um, he just released the stuff. Yeah, he yeah. just released I, I do have to give him a shout-out to Priest Nomad, who's uh, wonderful. He's, I hate to call them rappers, but lyricists. Um, and so he stopped me and was like, "What?" He's like, "Hit that thing, like, girl. What are you doing? Like, hit that thing." And um, that was what we, what you hear with weight. Ah, <laughs> ah okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Now okay. I have to say that weight was an original song written with my band Groovalistic. Uh, I wrote it for Groovalistic All Stars. Uh, the music is written by myself and Scott Shom, and then the lyrics are my lyrics. But I, I wrote. So I sang my lyrics over top of, uh, but we changed it. Now it's my first. Of house, course. House track. Man, okay. Well, well, well. We we will get to wait. We will definitely we, we will definitely get to wait because that's kind of where where we're headed. One thing we always do on this show is uh your your which which I stole from another podcast is uh is uh what's your musical Mount Rushmore? You got to put four faces on your Mount Rushmore. Whose faces are on it? Uh, Aretha Franklin. Boom. Lauren Hill. Boom. Otis Redding. Boom. If I have to put a contemporary artist in there, oh, you don't have to. You, it's it's it's. No, I feel it, like it, I should. Put it, some, it, it's your mountain, you know. It's, okay, your, um, <laughs> it's your mountain. D'Angelo. Oh, God, <laughs> 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 Tez are hurting right now. Yo, just on the answers, man. Because I tell you what, man, that <laughs> album, the the last, uh, I can't think of the name yeah, of Black it. Messiah, the Vanguard. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Vanguard, Vanguard. Oh my I'm sorry. God, Van yeah. yeah, no, Black, yeah. Black Messiah. Uh, it's a salt one. It's a track. It's a salt one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Vanguard, dude. I want it on vinyl him. so bad. I got it. I want it on vinyl. Getting started. Yeah. After he got out and got himself together. Yeah, yeah. man. And like, now. Is this what you produce? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dude. Like you about to, bro. What? You about dude. to break. Dude. Come on, D'Angelo, hands down, man. Like he is one of the most underappreciated, yes. underrated yes. artists out there. And like <laughs> I would be in a band with him. I would jam with him. I would yes. ride with him. Yes. I would bump him. Like bro, anything, I give him. A, I give. I, I drive. Yeah. I would just drive just, just to be yeah. around that like, dude. I, yeah. Well, I do have to tell a, I don't know if it's funny, but being a female in the music industry, so I went to go see Gregory Porter, who I love, who would be down the street on the mountain somewhere. Mm. <laughs> but, oh, <laughs> no, no disrespect, Gregory. But he's he's phenomenal. So I'm at um, Bethesda Blues and Jazz and had an opportunity to hang out with uh, drummer um, and the bass player afterwards. Such normal guys, right? So the uh, bass player says, uh, you know, we hit it off really well. And uh, you know, I have this. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there are weapons too. Uh, so, so um, he says uh, we're talking about the D show that's coming up at the Fillmore, right? Because only D'Angelo, with that talent, would play at the Fillmore. You know, like this dude. You talk about Beyonce at, at FedEx Field, like D'Angelo. Yeah, Field, like, yeah. You're that guy. So he says he's coming. My cousin plays trumpet for him. Here's my cousin's name. Go meet him. Kick it with him. Like da da da. So I'm like. No so way. I go with um, I go with my old drummer Marty Bouchard and some other fellas from Annapolis, right? So it's, it's a rack of white dudes, and I say the color because <laughs> I'm always the only female, the only uh, black, the female. only black one, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like me and all these guys, and they all stand like six something, you know. And it's just like, and I'm with them, and they they're good and they're good and twisted, like, and I'm like, mm. 
Nobody's white gonna boy watch wasted. out for me. It happens. It happens. Nobody's yeah, it gonna happens. watch out for me. Yeah. So I'm watching my back, and we're, you know, we're D'Angelo's doing everything that he should do. And I see the horn player, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go tell him and kick it with him. And then it hits me. I, I've seen this after school special. You know, like, do you go backstage mm, by yourself mm. with uh, random guys? And no, these guys had done nothing to give me that impression, but it was just. It's that thing. Because everybody knows the guy. Knows the guy. So it was that thing. And I said, nah. So I missed my opportunity to, to meet and hang out with D'Angelo. And I, I only say that because as a female artist in this industry, yeah. you gotta, I'm yeah. often by myself. That's, yeah. that's, so you got to play it. That's exactly yes. what to, I'm trying to, to get across <laughs> with having yeah. a female yeah. guest on our show, man. It's like... <laughs> Something like that, me and Tez, I'm I'm white. Tez is black. Right. Neither of us would ever think those yeah, you're thoughts. Like, I'm going back there. Yeah, but like yeah, Angela's yeah, right there. I'm yeah. going back there. I'm trying to say what's up, you right. know? Right. Like the only one I ever got nervous around was Marilyn Manson. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Rightfully I, so. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> right, but that was just because of the shock value, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. But no, those thoughts that you felt, they yes. don't enter my As a head. PK. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. As a PK, I wasn't like really pushing him because yeah, yeah. I was like, I mean, if anybody's close to the walking devil, <laughs> it's Marilyn Manson. Oh, that yes. man, that man is. Like, well, just don't touch him. <laughs> don't let that spirit jump on you. Well, look, look I, I, I may or may have not had a little bit of weed on me <laughs> backstage at a show. And I was like, hey, man, I'm going to go knock on Manson's door yeah. and see what's up. And I was like at the door to knock on it. And I chickened out. And the guys are like, what's up? And he, I was did like, that, man, he did that Friday two knock yeah. when it's like... <laughs> Well, it's just, you know, like, if he says yes, I'm scared. Yes. If he says no, yeah. I'm also scared. You know, like, like, like I just, I, just I, lose, I, 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 I wussed out. I should have, I should have did it. Nah, you didn't, you didn't wuss out. You didn't wuss out. You didn't wuss out. I'm with you. You could have done Very executive decision. You didn't wuss out. It is, man. You didn't know what that man was coming yeah. with. And yeah. then, you know, like, it From just... what I know, man, Manson, he's actually a pretty well-educated journalist kind of dude. Like, he's supposedly pretty cool to get along with. It was just because it was like it was larger than life. I was too. I also I was, believe he could touch your shirt and steal your soul. Maybe. So, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in his space. Wrong, right? You're in his space. It was his dressing yeah. room. Like, yeah, it was a dressing room thing. There's certain things that like, and I think preachers' kids. Yeah, we have a we have a certain mindset. <laughs> we have a certain like, mindset. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you have to you have to like take in a whole situation at yeah. once and yeah. really be like, what would Jesus do? What? And it's so cliche, but you're literally like, okay, I've already done what he wouldn't do. What was going to send me to hell? Right, yeah. right, right, right. And knocking on that man's door, there's a lot of ways that could have right. went. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I don't think Jesus would have been happy with so, any of them. I'm sorry, Manson. I I, I, I I, was close, man. But, but he's a musical genius. He is, He is. Man. He is. I'm, I'm, I'm a man. I'm a man. He is. Yeah. All right, so, so Denise. Yes. Where do we go from here? Like, mm. like, like now you're at this stage in the game. You've been in it for some decades. What, what else do you want to do? What, what's your five-year plan oh. for music? You know, for music. I was going to say five-year. Uh, so um, I've been fortunate enough to play on some great stages. CBGB's by far my best stage. We made $2. We did it. We did CBGB's. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we but did it's CBGB's. the best stage. Um, I've just been blessed to, to sing on some awesome stages. So the, the part of music that we talk about that is... Um, a determinant for black female also opens doors, right? Because the closed-mindedness of, of artistry says, you're black, you're plus size, you have a raspy voice, you must be able to say, <laughs> really? Must I? Must I? You know? <laughs> we must. So people, um, I get it in where others, um, where unfortunately other 
white female artists may not because I'm a black female yeah. artist. Yeah. So there's there's a double side to that. I've definitely got invited to places because it looks good to have a black female artist who's a soul singer do this. Like this this will really keep us equitable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I've yeah. taken advantage of those opportunities, definitely. Um, you know, people talk about uh PTS from many things. COVID for the music for music industry and for me personally, um, did something to my musical spirit, right? It made me stop and think about one day I won't sing, right? Because I'm not Aretha Franklin or Lauren Hill who can say, I think I'll tour this year, you know? I gotta ask venues. I have to reinvent myself every few years. Sure. Because people don't know who I am, you know? This music thing, you either do it on a caliber, and I think of people like Raheem Devine, Wale, and mm. who are, you know, they've made it in my eyes, but in the industry's eyes, they're not Rihanna or Beyonce. Right, so, right. so they're still on their grind, right? Yeah. And I think of myself like those artists where we have to do something every once in a while to make people love what I do. Um, the next five years, my guitarist, uh, Curtis Lester, who is my ride or die, um, he's willing to go where I go. I don't want to travel up and down the highway in a van. I don't want to just take a gig, right? It's crucial to me that, that what I sing touches people's spirit, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I'm content just playing as much as I can, as often as I can, in venues that want me there. Yes. I'm not yes. concerned with packing the dance floor anymore. You know, I've done that gig. I, I left a very, I got shout out to Eight Ohms Band, who, um, I know Kevin, yeah, 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 Kevin Basilico can book a show, and um, I left them in the height of of our awesomeness, and everybody said, "Are you crazy?" And it was because I just wanna, I just wanna see. I don't want to entertain anybody, I, you know. I, let me rephrase that. I pray that my 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 gift is in entertainment, but I don't want a venue say, "How many people you bring in?" Right. Yeah. You know. That's exactly yeah. where we're at. With <laughs> toss the, the, I just, toss the stage and do your thing. Yeah. The same yeah. Way. Just yeah. want to get yeah. on the stage yeah. and do what I do. I'll take five people that dig what I do over 200 yeah. any day. We, we, yeah, me, yeah. me and Tez always yes. talk, like, like we got into music again during COVID. We started writing music yeah. again as a, an escape. Yeah. And we started our own little band over it. And now we're, we're making vinyl records and stuff, right? Trying nice. to, trying to push that. But it's like, it's not about how many tickets you sell. No. I'm, we're going to be real picky about the gigs yeah. that we take because the yeah. gigs that we take, they're going to be good ones. Yeah. You know, yeah, and yeah. that's it now. And that's, that's why we're in it now. Right. You know, like we're not in it to, nope. you know, uh, get your name on some kind of yeah. list or nothing like that. Yeah, nope. Being a star is, yeah. is, we, yes. is we, first far too overrated. We're in it for yeah. the art. And yes. I think you're very, very much in it for the art as well. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's Only beautiful. artists that's are going to go see artists. That's beautiful. And that's, and that's true. I, you know, I asked my mother once um, because there was a time where when I was grinding it out, I was sitting on the edge of what I consider then making mm -hmm. it, the MTV generation, right? Right, right. And um, <clears throat> I asked my mother once later in life, why do you think I didn't make it, right? My mom's pastor. And she said, I don't think you would have survived it. You know, I was very weak mind. I was into dabbling with whatever, you know. Let's just say I was down for a party. You know what I mean? The industry isn't up all night. Yeah. And those drives home from shows like Annapolis or Eastern Shore. You know, we used to play Ocean City, come back that night. And that ride home, you know, I had to stay up, you know, and, and you know, I, you know, sodas and stuff. And thank God I never gotten into any, like, any uppers or anything like that. But, but I got to tell you, that high getting off stage and then trying to keep that as you drive yeah. home. Mm -hmm. And then when you get home, you're like this. Mm -hmm. The rest of the world's asleep, but you're like, what? Like, you know, and all you want to do is go to bed. So I get 
why artists use, get addicted. Yeah, I, use yeah, substances yeah, to yeah, like, like yeah, uh, regulate yeah, your yeah. lifestyle. You, you yeah. just, you just kind of. And then when I started working, it was really like I had to go to bed. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then you get up and you're like, I need to get up. So I get it. My mother said, you know, you wouldn't have survived it. And I think I would would not have. Am I where I want to be? No. But do I feel safe in my music right now? I do. I feel safe in my music right now. All right. So, well, before we do the lightning round, I got to do the lightning round. It ain't even that time yet. It ain't even that time yet. Because I ain't even touched on half of the stuff I want to talk about. Well, what what, what else you got, Tess? Because I feel like, A, we're not going to breathe past the fact that we're both preacher kids and don't talk about you know, there, there's just so much that come with that. Yes. And you said so many things that, you know, a lot of things that separate preacher's kids from the rest of the world yeah. is, hey, how we're supposed to maintain ourselves. Yeah. How we're supposed to, you know, how we're supposed to think because the church expects us to think and act a certain yes. kind of way. And in they're, the back of your mind, they're all at every show. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then when they do show up at a show, you're like, oh, Killjoy. let me, let me, yeah, yeah, let me, let me, whew, yeah, let me, yeah. let me not say this Won't real be quick. At this show. Right, right, right. Yeah. You have to, you have to change, literally try to beat them at thinking. Yeah. And it's just, we all know the same thing. And we never thought that if you're here and I'm here. I find that religion, which is why I love spirituality more than religion. Those wolf tickets that a lot of religions are selling. Yes. That in this building somewhere I'm I've done it perfectly and you're just you're just trying to get it right you're messed up it's not genuine you and I know um especially being preachers kids that like they're the realest people ironically the the most supportive people in my life were my mom my dad has passed but my mom and my dad you know they're the least judgmental of all the congregants yeah who said yeah. and they have said she shouldn't be singing in the choir because she's singing yeah, yeah you know but my mother will stand in the pulpit freely and say, my daughter will be playing that. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, they, they're leaders of the church. <laughs> yes. And people will say something about them, too. Yeah, of course. And that's what, you know, when you take the blinders off religion and you realize that um, we can easily talk about the pregnant teenager. Yes. Because her belly shows. Yes. Yep. But we can't see the deacon who's going watching porn, right? Because it's secret. And that's like, when you're in church, you, you learn really quickly that, it's easy to judge people on the things that are obvious, yeah. but it's the secret things in life that you think are secret. Yeah. That's really what, what matters to me. And I'm just like, if you're good, you're, good. you're kind, I'm good with you. That's like the skeletons. Who you kiss, who you sleep with, who you, what you do, we all fall short. It's only a problem when they make it other people's business. Yeah. <laughs> and but you, there's so many people in the, in the church yeah. that the only reason why we know their business is because that's how they live. They choose to live where everybody knows yes. their business. Yes. They have to be up here. Sure. Because regular life for them is garbage. Yeah. yeah. So why you, you have to judge us. You have to talk about somebody. Yes. You to know. keep your stature. Yeah, because when you get home, when that church out <laughs> it when it's over, <laughs> yes. it's like this. And, and, and me and my mom talk about it all the time. And I say that the problem with religion now is because it's us as, as leaders, Christians, yeah. whatever. We're the ones that are turning people off of it sure. because we're fake. Yep. We're, you know, they see we stab each other in the back quicker than sure. some regular people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially black church. Don't get me started. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> It starts, yeah, <laughs> it starts with the outfit. Yeah, it starts with the outfit. She ain't come here to worship. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they going to pray extra hard for you. Don't be in the first five rows because yeah. you get an no. extra date. And yes. if you don't fall out, oh, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. And it's, 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 so it's what's turned me off to religion 
which is why I always use the word spiritual. Um, I am a Christian and I love the Lord, and um, but it is the spirit of the Lord that moves me. Yes, and yes, not yes. the people in the church. Um, the people in the church are just like me, you know, and yeah. I'm a mess sometimes. Yeah, we yeah. all are, we all are. Yes. But what separates us from the rest of them yeah. is we're, we know how to admit it and we know how to deal with yeah. it. I think that, I think that, I know it was on the way here, but I feel like the song you sang was, I sing because I'm happy. <laughs> I think that was it. It and was uh, safe in his arms. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the YouTube church one. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Dude. yeah. That's the one. Like, was, yeah. Yes. And <laughs> we know how to. We still know how to fall to a knee. Sure. We still know how to cry out. Yes. But because we don't live that. Yeah. Why are we turned off? Why are we cast aside? Because I choose not to live. I choose not to be a walk. First of all, you know, I'm about to get started. <laughs> but be, you know, and, and because as preachers' kids, we have to see the yeah. rest of the world. We have to see sure. what's moving around us. Yeah. And and I've I've vowed in my life never to be a hypocrite. Yeah. If I choose to lead somebody, I choose to lead somebody. It's in my conversation. Yes. It's who I am yes. as a person, and let it be that. I don't need to quote all these scriptures to get somebody to believe no. that I know what I'm talking Wear about. The shirt that says it, the hat that right, says it. Right. Right. No. We live the same kind of life. Yeah. But I know how to pray. Yes. I know who to talk to. Yes. Why is that not good enough? Why is it not? You know, any hardship, it, it's pointless. You know, it's an old vernacular, like preaching to the choir. Yeah. But it's true. Yes. If I just take what God's given me and keep it in church, that's not, for me, that's not share my gift. Yeah. Right? So <clears throat> when I sing at church, they, they're, one, they're not impressed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. They're like, you know, it's great, but you know, they're like, all right, girl, go on. And, um, <laughs> but also, I don't get to sing all the leads. It's not the Denise show. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Because, and I think that's the biggest thing I've learned from church for my secu secular music is that if you don't believe it, if you don't feel what you're doing, means zero. Yeah. Hell yeah. Right? Yeah. I've never wanted to be a gospel singer. Nah. Ever. Nah. It's not, you know, it's, it's, it's never been my, I don't think it's my calling. It's never been my journey. Denise, I've seen you sing <laughs> in church one time, uh, and it was at a funeral uh, for a very, very yes. dear friend of yes. both of ours. Yeah. And yeah, Tez, you remember Sonny. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. Goes, old, goes old with Sonny, but. Sonny's funeral uh, was in a little church down the street from here yeah. in Gaithersburg. And uh, Denise went up there and sang, Change is Gonna Come. Yeah. Krista had, the, my wife Krista had the baby, yeah. Zia. Yeah, yeah. She ran right out. As soon as Denise started singing, Krista ran out into the hallway because she knew what was gonna happen. And yeah. I, was, I was sitting next to this dude, Brandon, Brandon White from Proper Thought, this uh, old scallywag dude. And um, as soon as you opened your mouth to sing that song, I just, lost it i i ended up melting all over brandon proper thought shoulder because it was a very dear friend of mine the past yeah, and yeah, yeah i was sad about it but that music that tone that you put out completely sucked it all out of me man and i ended up leaving a big wet spot on brandon <laughs> which he was cool about he yeah, was cool yeah. about it you know he was all right uh, but that's the power that you possess and that you are trying to put across it's yes. not about what you're saying it's about how it feels hey man you know what i mean yes and that's a that's a very very cool way to to see it i, I the band we're in now i'm the singer okay and i don't uh -oh. sing i don't <laughs> sing you know i don't, I don't sing nothing you know okay. 
So the best advice I got for how to sing, I mean, I'm very minimalist. I'm like 25 words or less <laughs> per song, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. Lyrics are overrated anyway. But, right. They are. But, they yeah, are. But, but the whole thing was the best advice I got for how to sing is um, to sing in a way that you, if you can affect yourself. Yeah. And if you can get your own, yeah. your own emotions and stuff involved in it, then you're doing something right. If you're just saying cool words to try to get to the people. It's yep. never going to translate. Yep. But no. if you can at least like shake yourself up, yeah. then you're on to something. Yeah. Because and you have to sell the belief. You do. Yeah. You, yeah. Do. you can get up there and say, duh, 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 duh. But they have to, you got to get these people yes. to believe right. Yeah. Right. what you're saying. Right. For sure. And the for only sure. way for, to sell it is you have to believe. You have to believe. And, and it, you know, I I hope the beehive doesn't come for me, but it's why I'm not a Beyonce fan. Mm-hmm. So um, I've never been a fan. I can't think of one track. Um, well, I mean, never, Lemonade was. I don't the, even know the, it. The, which one is that? The, the Revenge record. I don't. I've, I don't. Oh, that's the album. Lemonade the is the album. album. Yeah, uh, where, where Jay Z did it wrong. I don't. And she called him out. So I heard about it, oh. but so that's fire, Denise. You need, I, <laughs> you need to look at it. There's some emotions in there. I, man. I will. I will attempt because Dan, you said that. I will attempt to. I just. I feel like um, she is the epitome of an entertainer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Respect. Oh, yeah. Like, like the oh, yeah. Whitney Houston, Madonna Long kind of. Theme song. Uh, yeah. Yo, like, I'm like, it's really an episode of SVU finna be recorded on the joint. Can we, do we have to get Can we, like, come on, Captain Craig is about to come on. And, <laughs> no, that's not the time for that. Uh, but but I, I, I'm with you, Dan, with that. It has to be, um, because her music doesn't touch me, I don't negate the fact that it touches the trillions of people it does. Sure. So you'll never hear me say she's not good because clearly she is, you know, but I won't listen to an artist because they're popular. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and if I'm not into it, I'm not into it. I don't know why I'm not into Beyonce, but I'm not. Um, but I can't get enough Rihanna. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But it's not either or because they, they're pitted against each other. It's just what something about the hurt in Rihanna's voice yes. touches yes. me, right? Yes. Yes. And I don't know if it's that, that accent or what, but that's that thing from Lauryn Hill that you can't buy, you can't teach, you can't train, mm -hmm. is that thing she sings with her. I tell you one time I was singing with an artist, He, we got into it and uh, he was a guitar player and he said, I was talking about my range, like you don't have much of a range. And I was young and weak and um, and I believe it, I subscribe to all of it. and I. I didn't sing for quite some time because he's a very, he's very good at what he does. And I took it to heart and said, I'm not that good. Like I'm, there's no Mariah Carey notes coming out of me. I'm not going on the voice and hitting that big thing at the end. Um, and then I listened to some Etta James. Sure. And Etta's range is minimal. Nothing. Yeah. No, it's one, it's, it's, a, it's, yeah, a one, it's like you know, one it's, scale, and, and, two scales you know, you max. Look at yeah. your, your song list and, and you say like, okay, E, C, yeah. E, C. Wow, I, I don't have a range, like all my songs. And it really affected me. And it's amazing what people will do to your psyche, right? Uh. And I started to think like, I'm just gonna say it, I, I didn't think I was good enough. <laughs> so I stopped booking shows, you know, because I was Man, like- I wish I was there, Denise. I wish I was there to just shake. But it was real. I would, you either, know? I would either yeah. shake you <laughs> yeah. up or shake the dude up, depending no, on just, what, what part of the night it was at. He's very talented know? and I believe everything he said. And um, and it was because we were in an argument because sometimes I have romantic love for, I believe that there has to be an energy between you and your, I'm not Grace Slick, I'm not sleeping with the band, but. <laughs> romance is part of it. Yeah, romance to, is big. And I don't know how to describe it because most of my musicians are married, but I, 
I have to love you yeah. to yeah. play with you. Does that make yes. sense? Yes. Yes. Um, yes. So there's, I've never played with an artist who I, who I didn't think I'd date him. And I don't know <laughs> if that makes sense or not. No, I get you. I get you. I get you. Yeah, I get you. I always have, there has to be that musical romance. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're building something with uh, somebody. Chemistry. Yeah. The chemistry. The chemistry. It that, is romance. And it, it very, and, and very much is romance. And that we're projecting has to have, I, I just want to thank every wife that loans me their husband. <laughs> I've had a lot of wives in my life. <laughs> you guys, you, these women are patient, you know? Yeah. But every guy I've ever dated is intolerant of my lifestyle. Really? Oh yeah. It's the other side. Dang. So, so, you, so if you pick up a partner and uh, they, they, they have beef with the music. Uh, Not the musicians. But just the music. what I do. Yeah, the music. The time take, and taking, all that taking stuff. The top it's not a priority. Priority. Oh, I got off at three. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of yeah. long yeah. nights yeah. and is. stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 And guys are not as tolerant to hang around in the show as 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 I've seen that women, you know, I've been the groupie. You know, I mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. yeah, it's just and it's just I don't know if it's a it's a girl thing, but guys just aren't as tolerant. Every dude I've ever dealt with is like, call you, me after. You, you, know? need a, you, yeah, you, you yeah, you, I saw you. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm out. I'm out. You I'm need out. A, you, I'm out. Denise, you need a musician. That's what you need. Because oh, I have my shit. <laughs> but also, too, man, there's like a, the there's a thin line because yeah. I don't know, like the energy with two musicians, like. It's almost like the the energy with two singers. Like you're always yeah. trying to out sing each yeah. other. Like yeah. well, it's yeah, not you, gonna it's not gonna Yeah, but you can commiserate. And that, Commiseration and that, I think is a in great that thing. in that yeah. relationship, opposites attract. It yeah. is. Look at all our wives aren't aren't singers. Well my wife my wife swear up and down, she'll write a song. She'll she'll rap something in the heart. Okay. I ain't gonna lie to okay. you. She will. Oh my but, my, my like, wife is not a They're not musicians. She's not they're a musician, just, but she's an entertainer. Music lovers, yeah, but she's an entertainer. Yeah. I, I think yeah. to deal with a musician you have to love the arts. Yeah. Yes. I'll find yes. that every yes. for sure. Every wife of every musician I've ever worked with is somehow in in the arts of whether they do it professionally right. or do it because they love it. Yeah. I think it takes a certain kind of woman to tolerate um and i say tolerate because we know this industry we may or may not get rich off of it for a night right yeah. <laughs> then yeah. three weeks ago by and it's like but as a as a woman and, and i love that i just want to thank both of you for doing this show um spotlight women i hope you have more women on your show um, yeah. <laughs> and, um absolutely and it's and it matters because it is a different industry and um you know i love what i do and i've sacrificed a lifestyle of like a domestic lifestyle, yes, yeah. especially when I initially was uh, with my band Groovalistic All-Stars and we were in a van up and down the East Coast. I, I get hit on a lot by some weird stuff. Dude, say, <laughs> y'all say some weird <laughs> stuff. Wait, save that, save that. That's not y'all. That's, okay. that's not y'all. Okay. There's some lightning round stuff for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's I some ain't lightning had to spit game stuff. in so long, bro. I don't even think I still got it. Just hold that thought. Hold that thought, Look, everybody. I'm holding on to this woman forever. You All hear right. me? Right. I can't do it again. Not with these kids out here these days. Nah, I can't do it. I don't know what's going on yeah, out here. It's weird. All right. right. They got new STDs and everything. <laughs> you can download that shit. It's so brand new. Like, what? Nah, download, I can't do it. Downloadable STDs. I can't STDs. do it. My wife said, you know, if we weren't together, what right. would you be doing? I said, at the crib, chilling. Yes. <laughs> by my lonesome. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I can't do it. Here. I can't yeah. do it. Yeah. You ain't going to be in the no dating site for me. I don't know how to act. No. Nah, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it. Nah, I'm going to spend my time by yeah. myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Find myself, because that's what everybody do right. when they get divorced and shit. They find themselves. Well, it's why the Adele's in the industry, you know, my best I'm music uh, is, is in between heartaches. Like, yeah. 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 
Yeah, because that's when it, that's when you feeling the most, oh, man. Yeah. yeah, everything is is like is moving you, is touching you. Yeah. You crying over a sop shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A cartoon is getting you. Well, my contentment is definitely the demise of my songwriting right now. You know, like, being happy. Yeah, it just sucks. Content. Being happy sucks yeah, I think sometimes, it's, I think everybody. It's, it's, it does. It's, it I does. think it's rebuilding. Yeah. You're crying out the old feelings and the old emotions. You're yeah. rebuilding. So yeah. you gotta you gotta shake all that old somehow. Yes. And if it's moving, if it's if it's in crying, if it's in writing a song about yeah. you know, like when you get these people that write songs trashing their ex, they gotta get it out somehow. It's there. Yeah. Yeah. I was many sessions on stage, but now I I find that I like to write about justice and injustice. My last track, my most recent tracks um with the producing um and they are um soul 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 clap records is the um record label and soul power dc are my producers um and we did some trump I, my politics i'm heavy on my politics and i don't mince words about it and yeah. so we did some anti-trump songs because um he's just not a good dude nah, you don't I'm not to, like everybody keeps talking about the fact that he's a racist uh, Trump could care less about your color as long as it's green. Right. Right. You know. That's the color he's saying. Stop worrying about we'll, his racism. And we'll disrespect <laughs> our words. If we'll disrespect a woman in a heartbeat. Yeah, man. That's yeah. what I don't yeah. understand how yeah. women voted for that dude. Me neither, man. When that, and they that, fired that's, that, that's where he Matt. lost yeah. me, man. And they do shit to Trump. Yeah. They fired Matt. Yes. Yeah. Who's been with NBC yeah. for how long? Yeah. <laughs> and all he did was say, yeah. okay. And this guy said, yeah. he's... As women, the P word is just, it's like dropping the M bomb. Kind of. So, yeah, so when, yeah, I feel you. When the I same feel you. Him I feel you. I said, Did we say that? Is he allowed to say that? Right. <laughs> that man said, grab him by the. Right, right. Like, it just, and Dude. this is the president, but you know, but I. No, which one, like, which woman was sitting in the house like, hell yeah, we yeah. do. Yeah, but you know, here, here's the truth. Trump, because econo his, all he wants is economic power, right? I need to tell poor white America He's talking about you too. Right. He don't like you. Right. <laughs> it's not racial. It's economic. That yes. Is. You yes. Know? yes. So every yes. It's a poor white move. person that's voting for Trump, baby, you're not on his team. He's right. not talking about you. I got to do this lightning round. Okay. All right. All right. But, All right. but before the, before the lightning think? round, All right. Denise. Yes. What's your favorite? Uh, what, what, what's your favorite kind of songs to sing, a cappella? I'll sing anything a cappella. Do I have to have a favorite? Um. No, but if you want, it's your choice. Okay. If you want to back up like a foot from the mic, a mile, and give me and give you got me a, a and, and, and give me a couple bars, you can uh, do so before we do this lightning round, and then we're gonna play in your track at the end, of course. Um. Okay. So the first song I ever sang, uh, someone asked me to sing something, and I said I don't know, right? And my sister, who's here somewhere, she said. You should always have a song ready. Okay, so what's your song? And that song is by a group called Yaz. And it's Yes? Uh, Yaz. Yes. Y-A-Z. Y-A-Z. Alison Moye from the 80s. Okay. And it's uh, Midnight. And this is the first song I, I ever sang for an audition. All right. Try it. You don't got to do the whole thing. Just do a Just couple bars in. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever you feel going. Go for it. Midnight. rain outside and... We must be soaking wet. Everyone sleeping tight. God knows I tried my best, but darling, you know it looks bad. Just lost the best thing that I ever had. Well, still I don't know why I did him wrong yet. It's too late now. He's gone. Say, said, baby. 
no, can't leave me now, said, think about it, please, cause I love you, and I need you, and I should have thought of that, for I did you wrong, yeah, for I did you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. My Jimmy, my Jimmy. <laughs> my Jimmy just blew off my Crocs, yo. Man, I at least thank you, thank you Denise. I, I needed a little something for today, you know. I need a little something for today. Oh, I just, I, you said the word, man. When you sing, it, it's spiritual. Yeah, That's the man. first thing that like it's feeling. All right, Tess. it's feeling, man. Like ah. Uh, I speak for the world, but we appreciate you. Uh, yeah, yeah. We appreciate you, you man. Yeah. We appreciate um, you so much. Uh, do you have a drum roll on your uh, thing? Uh, no, I don't. But let me, let me give you this one. Okay, that's cool. That's kind of cool. All right, Denise, welcome to the lightning round. These are questions I'm going to ask you kind of fast, and you can answer kind of fast. All right, here we go. What was your first car? Uh, Chevy Chevette. Wait, turn, turn, turn it back turn it, up. Turn it back up. Turn it, it was. Back up. All right, say it again. Chevy Chevette. Okay, Chevette. <laughs> okay, what was your favorite car and why? Uh, Hyundai Sonata, uh, because it was the first one I ever bought. Like, my name, new, no loan, alone. <laughs> but it was my first car I bought. It was your first car. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Done. If you were stuck in the zoo overnight, what animals would you sleep with? You mean, sexually? <laughs> No, 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 like, oh, like, uh, like, yeah, 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 I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not it, into not, that, Dan. Not, not, it, it ain't that kind of thing. <laughs> like, what? It, it ain't that kind of what? thing. No, no, oh. like, if you were stuck overnight, oh. who would you sleep with for, like, protection oh. and safety and whatever? Uh, I think a koala bear would be fun. Koalas. Because don't they have the claws that hug around you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like a koala bear. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, this one is a repeat. This one is for Jay, because, you know, Jay's going to have a hell of a time editing this. Oh, he's going to be pissed. Uh, what's the perfect cup of coffee? Oh, easy. Illy's. Uh, dark blend, dark roast, brown sugar, and a touch of cream. Mm. Mm, okay. Okay. <laughs> same way I drink it too. Okay. L yeah, yeah, a little bit of raw yeah, sugar yeah, is going to tell you. Okay. Uh, what article of clothing or accessory gives you the most power? My hoop earrings. Hooping earrings. <laughs> You're hard cool. pressed to catch me without hoops. <laughs> cool. Hoops. What? <laughs> this is what we were talking about earlier. What, what's the best slash worst? pickup line you've ever heard you sing like that in bed no no <laughs> no i don't <laughs> ever <laughs> stop asking people that stop men stop asking oh female singers if they sing in bed we don't ever yo if i don't even sing on the way home from the gig <laughs> what no <laughs> Tez, you broke Tez. you broke Tez. you asked that haven't you Tez? hey baby <laughs> You Who's corny like enough to bed. think that'll work? Well, do you have a best? Is there a best pickup line? Like anyone that knocked you out, you know? Uh, I love when a man tells me I'm sexy. Ah. Okay. Basics. All right. Basics. All right. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, if you could hang out, well, all right, first of all, are you a Star Wars fan or Lord of the Rings fan? Star, listen, e I don't or. play about my Star Wars. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, if you could hang out with anyone from Star Wars, who would it be? And why? Lightning? Okay. Um, mm -hmm. It's hard. It, There's a lot to it. I know. Um, oh, gosh. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan? I think. Okay, and why? Because um, he's, he's, he's down. He's dope. He's cool. You talking about old man Obi-Wan or young man Obi-Wan? Old man. There's both no, 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 no. The young man, he, I can't keep up with him. <laughs> ben Kenobi. <laughs> ben, ben Kenobi. You talking about old Ben. 
Old Ben Kenobi. Old Ben Kenobi, who moves very slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who looks like he might just chill and drink coffee all morning. He's got thoughts. Yeah, he's got thoughts. But I feel like if somebody rolled up on us, he could take care of me. Yeah. But he's not, and he's going to be okay with me getting, like, getting old and growing out of shape. He's good. Old Ben Kenobi. Right, cool. Uh, guilty pleasure midnight snack. Ah, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Says a lot about character. Um, does it have to be sweet? Character question. Does it have to be sweet? No, no, no. Oh. It's guilty pleasure midnight snack. Uh, I love sandwiches. Sandwiches with potato chips on the sandwich. <gasps> potato chip smash sa- uh, smash sandwich. Smash sandwich. I literally yes. was just having the same <laughs> conversation with my wife before yeah. I left the yes. house. A good sandwich. You're welcome, Tess. Oh, my You're God. Tess. A ham and cheese with some mustard and yeah. some smashed up barbecue chips. Yo. Barbecue. Oh, uh, wait. Yeah. I, yeah, oh, my gosh. I guess that was the last one. Yeah, that was it. That was the last that was one. It. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Okay. You survived the legend, man. Congratulations. You know, it changes every time. It changes. It's a change. I'm, like, nervous. <laughs> so, I mean, we have to give shout-outs where shout-outs are due. We have to shout-out the Charm City Mead Works. Thank you for the basil yeah. lemongrass draft yes. mead. Thank you to OTC. Yeah. Whole time while I was sitting here, I was like, um, OTC, if somebody was having a problem finding this place, you could be like on the corner, grill and bar and grill. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, That's kinda. Uh, wow. right. Old time okay. cafe. On the corner. On the corner. I do kinda like that. I like that. That I like is that. cool. So yeah. Uh, yeah, we definitely thank them for, for having us in here, letting us, you know, shoot a show and just hang out and, and family man. owned, man. Family yeah, owned yeah. and operated since two thousand. So if yeah. y'all y'all so in the area, year history over come over check them out. Please yeah. come check them yeah. out. Yeah, old Some of the nicest people. Mom was the first I met, and she came up and introduced herself, and she's she's a lovely lady, and we appreciate Sean for letting us do this in here. For yeah. sure. And, for sure. Uh, it's really, yeah, really definitely cool to come set up. check them out. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. And Denise is playing. Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to let Denise give her own closeout, <laughs> but uh, but I know Denise is playing here next weekend, which is March 18th. I don't know if the episode's going to be out by then, but keep your eyes out for Denise playing on this corner because I think it's the first show. It is. The first live show at OTC. I just want to shout out every venue that has stayed open during COVID um, when they could open their doors to live music, to any venue that lets live music in their in their establishment, whether it's acoustic, electric, metal, um, you know, DJs, but, or, well, that's not live music, but I love a good DJ. It's live-ish. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. to all the, all the venues that support live music, especially local live music, and thank you, OTC, for um, stepping on a faith. They've never heard me, so they don't know what they're going to get. Well, they, 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 they may not have heard you, Denise, but they they, they hear you, I'm pretty uh, sure. Yeah, I mean, you, you're getting yeah. applause now. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like, so, so yeah. I wouldn't worry yeah. about it too much. You know? So give us everything. The date, give us uh, where to find you, all that stuff. Oh, okay. So my social media game is whack. Uh, <laughs> I promise I'll get better. Uh, five years, I see myself... Mm. Uh, doing better with my Figuring social media. Figuring out social. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I'll be here Saturday, March 18th. It's early show, 7 to 11. So, you know, I still have that uh, that live music uh, mentality where I'm not really good till like 9.30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. 7 o'clock, I don't know what I sound like. So, <laughs> But it's from 7 to 11. Um, I think the vibe's going to be right. You know, I've questioned how to do this gig. Um, so I was like, maybe I should get a drummer. Maybe I should get a horn player, a keyboard player. But I've settled on just Curtis and I. Acoustic guitar? We're going to do acoustic guitar. Yeah, cool. straight we're up. We're going to do that yep. thing and just we're going to just do what we do. Yeah. Um, come out and check us out uh, or check out whatever live music OTC has. But you can catch me on Denise Henderson Music, Instagram, Facebook by the same name. 
Denise Henderson. I thought of something clever, but it was never really good enough. <laughs> Denise Henderson. I saw what you were Denise Henders. One of the tracks I look at, I don't know if they just cut your name short or something, but it was Denise Henders. I was like, we're, who the crap episode, is Denise we're going to talk Henders? about how many times people get your name wrong yeah. with producers you yeah. never meet. Yeah. No, nah, no, nah, go by your name. Oh, yeah. I, was, yeah, yeah, I get yeah, to this name. We can yeah. go all day with that yeah. one. <laughs> like, with my full name? Yeah. yeah that's why I'm Tez, because yeah. it's just, it just yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Tez does help. Tez yeah, does. Tez does. Tez does. You know, but to all the bands that, do I get to make a closing statement? Yeah, this is it. You're, you're uh, on it. Yeah, go for it. I just, um, for, thank you, Tez and Dan. Uh, I've known Dan for some time. And when you meet somebody and just the energy, that's why I'm I'm really into energy. And just when the energy's right, it just was right. Yeah. And we've been yeah. connected ever since. And for I, sure. I love sure. this guy. And he, he just always gave me goodness. You know what I'm saying? And it matters, people. Um, Tez, you know, you're like a, a black version of Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Props. Props to that, bud. Props, props to that. <laughs> he is. Oh, man, I love we it. Go, I love it. I love it. I love it. I was like, I love it. We're going to be good. Yeah, we, yeah. Are, yeah, we were raised the same. For so, sure. Um, raised the same. I thank these gentlemen for, for asking me to do this podcast. I'm, I'm extremely humbled. I, I truly am. Uh, I've just had the opportunity to bless many stages that people might think are reputable, but it never changes um, when people want to hear what you have to say. Mm. And it, and it matters that you want to hear what I have to say. So I thank you. Um, to everybody who supported my music all these years, uh, I'm not done yet. But God bless you and thank you. And I just be kind to people. Yeah. It's free and it's easy. Positivity, man. Yes. Yes. We are on this big positivity yes. That's how we. That's how we. Right yeah, we always shut it out like that. That's, that's, that's yeah. how we go. People don't understand, but we need one another. Yeah. Yeah. We right. need one another. So uh, I want to close this episode out with one of Denise's tracks. <laughs> Uh, we uh, the, the one I picked, which Denise gave me her blessing on, is is the track "Wait" with Quentin Harris. That's a defected records track. Yes, that's the plug plug. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> and uh, this is one of the house tracks. So I really want uh, everybody that's made it to the end of this episode really check this out because it's gonna start on that old classic Chicago house. And yeah. when Denise comes in, you're just gonna yeah. be like, oh my God. Yeah, you know? for sure, yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we're gonna stay in touch for sure. And we'll definitely keep you posted on what, what Denise is doing, what's going on. All day. Yeah, all day, <laughs> man, because that's why we're here, right? So so I guess, man, with that, Tez, what, what, what do you gotta say to peace out? I just wanna thank everybody, but what do you, what, what, what you got uh, for? Yeah, so we here, uh, just make sure, uh, first showcase, uh, March 25th, uh, Crooked Crab and Olderton, make sure y'all be there. Denise, I don't know if Dan told you, but anybody that do the show, you do a show. <laughs> so, yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah, book yeah, you. We're working okay. on setting up our be own booked. showcases. Awesome. Yep. You, right. you definitely will be booked. And uh, <laughs> at that, man, I just say be kind, support yeah. cystic fibrosis. Hey. Let's love one another, and we out of here. Peace, 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 peace. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Before we get into the music, I just want to thank everybody for listening to this episode of the Club 937 podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you give us a five-star rating wherever you're listening from. And keep in mind that March 25th, that's this coming Saturday, we will be doing our very first Club 937 showcase at the Crooked Crab in Odenton, Maryland. Click the links in the show notes to learn more about that. And with all of that out of the way, here's Wait by Denise Henderson.
You might wanna wait. You might wanna wait. 